Who taught you how to pray? Who showed you and modeled what it means to pray? I think about my mom when I was a child. I think that I could, one of my earliest memories of church was I, she must have been stressed out about something, but she just showed up and knelt down at First United Methodist in Brookhaven when the church was empty. And there at FUMC, there's a wooden cross there. And I just remember as a child thinking to myself, what is my mom doing, you know? I think about my grandmother as well who taught me how to pray. Uh, this was a little bit later on, um, a few years later, and she always would pray the most beautiful uh, prayers. Uh, but I can remember one time when my sister Caddy was having health problems and she was expecting uh, Maggie, uh, and uh, she delivered in Huntsville and had some serious health complications. And I just, I don't know why, but I was in Brookhaven and she was in Birmingham or in Huntsville. And it just didn't occur to me that I probably need to get in the car and go be with my sister, right? And I remember Nanny looking at me going, Bruce, you need to, you need to go up. Well, Nanny, I'm a youth director. You know, I got an important job. I, I got too much to do. And Nanny said, let's pray. And she grabbed me and she prayed this beautiful prayer. And uh, I grabbed my keys and filled up my car and I headed up to Huntsville, right? Maybe it was a preacher and maybe it was somebody who was eloquent and beautiful and could wax uh, poetic. But maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was somebody that had just a real simple prayer, you know, that was honest to God when they talked and Maybe that taught you that you could be, you could bring your real self in God's presence and pray. If you ask me what was the most important thing we could do this year together that would be the most life changing, it would be if we all grew as a church family and grew in prayer. Prayer is our lifeline to God. No matter what we do this year, no matter what our, what our budget looks like, there will not be a line item for prayer. It doesn't cost a thing. Prayer is so easy to do that you can work it in your commute or you can, you know, get up and brush your teeth. and You could, you could pray at any time. But, you know, I found out that the things that are easiest to do in life are also the easiest things not to do. And if you're like me, you might kind of grow a little dry and kind of let that practice leave out. Don't let that happen to you. Why is it sometimes that we sort of struggle with our prayer life? Um, well, it's hard to pray in public. Anybody like a little uncomfortable praying in public? Yeah, a lot of people are. Um, it's, it, it's difficult to pray in public because your prayers are, are, are presumptive. They say something about God, right? It's like, you, you, when I hear somebody pray, I can tell you what they believe, right? If God is a lightning bolt out to get you, it'll show up in the prayer. If 
if, if, if God is just my errand, errand boy, you know, just kind of running errands for me, then I can kind of hear that in a prayer. No wonder people don't really like praying in public. My dad, when he was 17, had a big date to the a formal, and, uh, and she came on over to uh, his mom, my grandmother's house, and Nanny asked her to pray for the meal. Can you imagine that? You know what she said? God is good. God is great. Let us thank him for this day. God is great. God is good. Let us thank him for this food, which is a, just a fine prayer. Doesn't have to be very fancy. I think that was their only date, though. You know, I don't think she came back. Uh, with that. I think my dad asked my, his mom not to, not to do that. Prayer is like breathing. It's, it's really oxygen to the soul. I think once we open up ourselves up to the gift of prayer, we realize that we really don't, we're not performing before God. We don't have to worry about any of that nonsense. Paul says that sometimes we won't even have the words, but the very Spirit intercedes and gives us words. It's not in what you say. It's not in how you pray. It's that the Father really enjoys for us to be in his presence, we are created for and by relationship. Pray as you pray and go before God and pray. Do not worry about anything, but with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. A good friend of mine, Todd Watson, preached on this at Main Street not too long ago. He's a senior pastor there. He says, if you got time to worry, you got time to pray. And when you worry, let that be God's invitation to you to say, now quit worrying and let's just talk about this for just a little bit. So whenever you worry, flip that worry into prayer. Cast your anxieties upon him. Now sometimes I get tacky and I bargain with God in my prayers. You ever, you ever do that? Oh Lord, you know, have you ever shared a prayer that wasn't answered the way you'd hoped? Now, that's tough, and that's going to happen some. It's going to happen some. It even happened to Jesus, who said, you know what, God, Father, I don't know if I want to get on that cross. Can this pass from me? And that prayer did not again get answered the way Jesus wanted it. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. You see, the beauty and power of our prayer, both as a, as a community and as individuals, is that something happens to us. And I believe something happens to the person we're praying for. It may not be exactly what we want. Has anybody ever come up to you and said, I'm praying for you, and you knew they meant it? Hey, it does something to me. It's It's a ministry. Prayer is the most powerful thing you've got. It's the most powerful thing we've got. And so, as the disciples were looking at Jesus and they were looking at his life, they saw how often he prayed. He prayed all the time. He was just, it was just one running conversation with God, this Jesus. And they, they only got to spend two or three years with Jesus before before they killed him, put him on a cross. And they wanted to know, hey, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Kind of like 
John taught his disciples how to pray. All the rabbis of the day, they were running around. That was the thing that you wanted. Teach us to pray, which means, what do you believe about God, Jesus? Get it down to the, to the basics. And so Jesus looked at them and said, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Just five statements in the book of Luke. Now, it's longer in the book of Matthew, but I want us to kind of concentrate on Luke. This week, crack open your Bible and sort of let those five statements guide your prayer. Go to Luke. It's Luke 11, just what Tim read, right? And just let each line, notice how simple Jesus' prayer was. Father, our Father. Our Father. And of course, he taught him to pray. It was something that we say every single Sunday, right? And I don't know, we, we can say it so often that we're, we're not really listening to the words. But I want I wanted another challenge to you these next few Sundays. Pay close attention to the Lord's Prayer. Be attentive to it. But the thing I love about the prayer is that it's our Father, not my Father, Right? All of us, and that it's Father, that it is Father. Now, Jesus uh, pulled a little bit from an ancient Hebrew prayer called the Kaddish, right? A few hundreds of years before that, this prayer went this way Magnified and hallowed be his great name in this world which he created according to his will, and may he establish his kingdom during your life. Do you hear a little bit of that in Jesus' prayer? But the one thing he added, I don't think anybody was doing, was he added the word Father. But it was Abba, Papa, or Mama. It is like a, 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 a pet name that you would have for your, your parent or your grandparent. Someone who knows you intimately. So Jesus pulls in the intimacy of God, the one who made you and formed you and called you by name and knows the number of hairs on your head, not as challenging for me, but for some of you it is. That God, the one who is our Father, the one who loves us and longs to be with us. Our Father. You see, before we get to our uh, anxieties and our worries, we're reminded that our God is powerful God who created the world, but also the God that knows our name. And that does something to me. Then, then we get to the petitions. And there are three. Food. <laughs> Give us this day our daily bread. And I don't worry about where my food's coming from. And I thank God for that. But back in the day, back in the day, people really worried about where their food was coming from. But I'm, I'm glad Jesus put it in there for us to, to be thankful for the basics in life, for water, for air, for food, for the things that truly keep us alive. Maybe, maybe that will remind us not to take for granted maybe the things that we often do take for granted. But also there are people who are starving. There are people who are thirsty. So for food, we pray. Second F word, forgiveness. Forgiveness. Oh God, 
Father, forgive us as we what? Forgive those who sin against us. I just wish that line wasn't in there, but it is, right? It's almost like God's mercy becomes my mercy. And as I pray and I remember that we serve a merciful God, this God of Jesus, as we serve a merciful God, we too become merciful, right? We become patient. So many times in my life, it's the forgiveness part doesn't come out in like these big ways. Like I'm really mad at that part. I'm going to hold a grudge because I, I really don't have any grudges. But have you ever been just a little impatient with somebody and started to judge them right there on the spot? Just imagine if God did that to us, <laughs> how much hope there would be. But there is hope because God is infinitely patient with us. And as we pray, let us become merciful as God is merciful. And then the third one, fidelity. God, save us from the time of trial. It says, lead us not into temptation. But in Luke's version, it's really about the trials in life. And who among us does not every now and then, or many, many times, or maybe right now, are you in a battle you can't win on your own? And that makes you vulnerable. Jesus says, that's all right. In fact, if you're vulnerable, and if you're hungry, and if you need mercy, you are right where the Father needs you and me. Pete Gregg says this in his book, How to Pray, uh, How to Pray a Simple Guide for Normal People. Uh, he says, really, there's four things in the Lord's Prayer. There's the pause, just pause, and acknowledge God, right? And then rejoice, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. And then you ask. And then finally, we yield. We yield. So re pause, rejoice, ask, and yield. And this is another one that he says in the book that I really love that's helped me. He says, in your prayer life, keep it simple. Don't get complicated. Keep it simple. Keep it real. And lastly, keep it up. Keep it up. Jesus says, to, be, to persevere. He doesn't tell that little story there after this thing. He's not depicting God as some sleep, uh, you know, a, a friend. He's saying, no, you keep it up. You keep knocking on that door. Because even a friend is going to get up, right? But he's saying, how much more so is God your father going to do it, right? So keep it up. Prayer is like a bicycle. It only works if it's moving forward. You can only really get better at it if you just do it and keep doing it. However you do it. There's only one way to do it, and that's your way. But do it and keep it up. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Our Father. We all have one Father. We all have one parent. We all have one householder, one provider. And it's the same for all of us. Our Father. Jesus could have chosen all kinds of names for God that are in the Bible. King or ruler or rock or light. But he says, our Father, our Father. If that's the case, then right off the bat, you're part of one family. And that's the hardest way to live in this world. It's so difficult 
when I come across someone who's different from me or opposed to me. It's so difficult, let's be honest, in this world where everybody is defining themselves over and against another people. And usually they set up straw men, right? Easy people to target. And they, they, they demonize and they do this thing called othering. But you know what? If we pray the Jesus prayer, our Father, means you can't do that anymore. you got to catch yourself and realize that God loves the other as much as God loves me. God loves us all. And God is not going to finish until God gets us all. And so, I hope I become God's prayer. That whenever I have something somebody needs, I share it. I share the food. Whenever I'm tested and somebody needs mercy, I give mercy. And whenever I can lock arms with somebody to help them get through a trial, then that's what I'm going to do. Lord's Prayer is just about saying the words. It's about living in to the kind of prayer God wants for this world. It is what you and I, we have been called to do in this world. And it is world changing. Father Boyle, uh, a guy in Southern California, he's a Jesuit priest and He's got this ministry called Homeboy Ministry Ministries, and he ministers to, to ex-gang members and some who are gang members, maybe trying to get him out. And on NPR, Krista Tippett said, uh, uh, asked him about it, said, said, what does that mean? What is the hardest thing to, uh, to get to teach these, these really young kids who are in gangs who were in deadly gangs, and they, they found that they belonged there. And he said the hardest thing for them to learn is this, is we are so used to a one false move, God. And he said, I'm trying to teach them that we belong to a no matter what God. And when the light clicks on and they realize that, they don't have any more turf to protect I think right here in Mississippi, sometimes we're addicted to the one false move God. The God that's going to get us or maybe get our enemies with one false move. And Jesus keeps trying to teach us about the no matter what God. The God who will never give up. Whose mercy endures forever. Who calls us to quit Othering other people and calls us to remember that we've got one Father and there's one family, and Jesus will not quit until He gets us all. May we not only pray, but may we be God's prayer for the world. Let us pray. Lord God, help us. Get stronger in our prayer life. Help us to grow and help us to be guided by the prayer that we say every single week. Especially this week, Lord, keep it on the front of our minds. And may it guide us not only into words and into thinking, but also into acting. 
Thank you, O oh God, for being our Papa, now and forever. Amen. I invite us uh, to stand and sing our closing hymn. And if there are those who wish to join the church today, you're invited to come forward to do that. Let us stand and sing. Page 395, Take Time to Be Holy. Let's sing. Well, it's my joy to uh, welcome into the fold Jen Case and Susanna Case, who happen to be my family, right? Um, and uh, I was hoping they'd join. Um, you're going you're gonna to love them. I promise you they're all amazing. Susanna's going to be um, back at Mississippi State here in a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, somebody said, uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, she is. We'll t talk about that later. Um, and Jen is a school teacher at Highland Elementary, and she'll be starting there. But they're just amazing and awesome people. Maybe I can uh, pressure Tripp into joining here next time he's here. But our son is doing a tennis tournament down in Wiggins. But uh, Jen and Susanna, like we do uh, ask all people, and, and like we've all committed, will you continue to be loyal to Christ Church and be faithful to St. Luke's United Methodist Church 
with your prayers, for sure. First one, right? We just talked about that. Your presence, your gifts, your service, and your witness. They will. Would you help me join Jennifer and Susanna? Absolutely. I'll let them stay up here so you can greet them and uh, receive this benediction. I know it. Receive this benediction. Um, Lord, be gracious unto you. Let the Lord remind you daily and call you into deep communion with him wherever you go. May God bless you and keep you and make you his prayer for the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.